the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Economics of legalizing marijuana has states, counties, governments, countries all looking at it saying, hey, can we make a little bit of money off this? Joining me now to talk a little bit about this issue, Deborah Borchardt from TheStreet.com, who's recently penned an article at TheStreet.com on the story as well as some video on it. Deborah, how are you? I'm good. Um, what do we need to know? Hot states grown like weeds. Yeah, yeah, it's really interesting. You kind of have a two-prong approach to this. Um, You have the states that are going the medicinal route, and then you have the states that are just skipping that and just going straight to recreational. And that's really what you've seen with Colorado and Washington. Those are the first two states that said, you know what, we're just going, you know, right at it. We're just skipping all the the, uh, facade of the medicinal purpose and just going right at the recreational. And and they're taxing it quite highly. You know, Washington's at uh, 25%. So you're going to have to pay to play. And the states are expecting to get a ton of money from the tax revenues as well as saving a lot of money for not having to pursue criminal costs. Seems to be a winner on all fronts because it's a sin. So people like me who don't smoke marijuana say, well... That's great. Um, I don't have to pay the taxes. People who want to smoke it can smoke it and pay the taxes. So it seems to be a win-win situation, right? It does uh, in a certain sense. You know, uh, we all know the states are getting less money from the government, and many of them have budget shortfalls. Uh, so they're trying to figure out a way around this. You know, uh, it's interesting that a state like Colorado um, is willing to tax a pot person but they don't want to tax people to pay more for their school. So it's really, that's a little bit of a strange uh, set of circumstances in Colorado. But um, with, with the marijuana, yeah, I mean, the approach to these laws has been changing dramatically. Um, you have states where just a few years ago only 30% were in favor and now 50% are in favor. And so it's almost like what you're seeing with gay marriage and how those the bans to gay marriage have just been dropping like flies, you're kind of seeing that with the approach to marijuana laws. They seem to be just people have just said, you know what, it's not worth the battle. We're walking away from it. What's kind of nice about this story is cities like San Francisco, when you legalize gay marriage, people come here and get married and they spend money and they stay at hotels. and uh, There's kind of that 
a halo effect with marijuana, too. I, I read in your article about people are now doing vacations to Colorado just because they can smoke legally. That's correct. You've got a whole tourism business around this as well. And a, a country, Uruguay, said that they were going to be the first country to kind of nationalize marijuana and legalize it, and they're expecting, of course, big tourism dollars. You see that in Amsterdam as well. Ninety percent of the people that uh, smoke marijuana and hemp in Amsterdam or hash in Amsterdam are foreigners. They're not Amsterdam natives. So you do have definitely a lot of tourism money that they would like to see because, you know, once they come, well, now they've got a hotel and a restaurant that they're going to spend money on. So it's, it's good for the legit businesses as well. It's funny that the, the crumbling walls happen because of tax shortfalls. Uh, the, mor- the moral crumbling walls, like my father, he's long past, but this would never have happened in his day and age, if you know what I'm saying. Well, I also think that you have um, a generational change as well. You have people that are are coming up into the political world that were children of the 60s and the 70s where – you know, smoking pot was no big deal in the 60s, and smoking pot was no big deal in the 70s. And then you got the war on drugs, and, and it kind of changed a moral attitude towards it in the 80s and 90s. Um, but now you've got those 60s and 70s generations becoming voters, becoming politicians. Um, you know, you know, Bill Clinton smoked, but he didn't inhale. And President Obama says, yeah, I tried it. So now you've got two presidents that have, have gone down that road. Um, so, yeah, you, you've kind of gotten a generational change of people that are saying, you know what, it's really not that big of a deal. I'm with you. Anything else that we need to know about the story, Deborah? Well, I think, you know, I'm going to be coming up with a story very uh, soon um, talking about all the companies that are um, involved in this, all the different marijuana companies that um, are traded, and just warning investors they're not they're not quite all what they seem to be. So uh, you'll have to stay tuned for that one. But that's uh, I've uncovered some some very um, eyebrow-raising things with some of these companies. I've seen one or two, and they just look like penny stocks not worth my time. They're all penny stocks, and they're, um, they're, they're a little dodgy. <laughs> I'm gotcha. trying, to, trying to say a nice way. Um, you know what? I really, when I started doing my research, I really wanted to find, like, wow, these cool emerging growth companies and how exciting this is. And instead, I just felt a little dirty. It was just like, ooh, these are not savory people, and they're a, a little a little scary. And it certainly wasn't what I had hoped to find, and, and I just want to make sure investors are aware of that. Thanks very much. It's Deborah Borchart with Street.com talking legalization of marijuana from the angle of states and counties wanting the extra tax revenue. It's no-brainer. From where does it lead us? If cops aren't necessarily you know, busting someone with two ounces of marijuana, maybe they're out catching a murderer. Maybe they're out catching a drunk driver, which is a much better use of their time. So I think the implications are positive for most people. Uh, but it is a tricky story because, again, generational angles on this story differ like golden clay. Anyhow and anyway, October business inventory is up 7 tenths of a percent. That's one of the big headlines of the day. Not as sexy as marijuana. If you want to find out more of that story from Deborah Borchardt, it's street.com. You can find her at street.com. She does a little video presentation along with her uh, written story, so I kind of like the combination. So back to business inventories. Uh 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.